A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts and we answer your questions to the absolute best of our ability. That being said, please remember, we are podcast hosts. We're not experts. We always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, you can send us a text or leave us a voicemail at 781-591-0390. You can also email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. Indeed. And you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast. Join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast. The password is serums. And do sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. Oh, and you can also check out all the prods we recommend at shawmyshelf.us slash forever35. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Why am I making this noise? I I don't know. <laughs> I honestly mm. don't know. So, Dory, yes, I think please. I'm getting into infrared saunas. Okay, let's talk about this. Okay. Now, the, you're not new to infrared saunas, correct? Like you've this is something you've done before. Yes. I have. But I am revisiting them because anecdotally other folks who have been dealing with long covid, which I suspect I might have, um have liked them in terms of like things that are helping them heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's a little confusing because like long COVID is like, it's like a snowflake, right? It's like different for everybody. Like no two long COVIDs seem the same as far as I can tell. Right. Now, I don't think we've talked about, <clears throat> I don't think we've talked about the fact that you think you might have long COVID on this podcast. So this Di- might be coming as a surprise to our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Diagnosed by expert, expert, by expert doctor. doctor. Doctor with so many medical degrees, Dr. Dory Shafrir. <laughs> Should we tell the folks at home how this came, how you came to diagnose me with long COVID? Yeah, let's do that. Let's also preface this by saying I have since seen my nurse practitioner and she also was like, let's assume that that's what this is right now. Uh, but that was after Dr. Dory diagnosed me. I posted in a Facebook group that Dory and I are both in. And I honestly did not, this did not even dawn on me that what might be going on with my body is related at all to having COVID. That did not even dawn on me. I just listed all these things about kind of how I have been feeling. I have just not been feeling good. In fact, I think I said, I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of that is because, you know, I've, it's been over two months since I first had COVID. My cough hasn't gone away. I'm still really can get really congested. Um, my menstrual menstrual or menstrual listeners, you decide which one you want to hear. Cycle has been completely disrupted in a way that really freaked me out. Um, and you know, I I'm 43, so the immediate response to that is always like perimenopause. But I've had my hormone panels done recently, and that. And I've also had a reg- like such a frighteningly regular cycle for years that this really threw me off. Um, I'm lethargic. I have brain fog. I have weird moments of pain, certain parts of my body. So I posted all these things and I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I don't understand. Like, do, should I, am I just complaining about dumb shit? Like, sh- what's wrong? I'm tired all the time. Like, et cetera, et cetera. And then in the comments, who showed up but our dear friend, Dory Shafrir. (laughs) And she said, this sounds a lot like what I've heard other people describe as long COVID. Have you thought about that? And I said, no, I haven't. And then a few other people chimed in and said, this could, this sounds long COVID-y. So... Lo and behold, that is kind of what I think might be going on. Ugh. 
The other thing that's been happening is I'm getting, I'm not digesting food well. I've been getting heart, like really bad heartburn a lot. Um, all these things on their own could just be like, whatever. These are also things that could be a symptom of a million other things, you know? So it's very confusing. And I tend to be the kind of person that worries, like, I'm, I don't want to seem like I'm overreacting. So, well, you know, you, you had kind of, you had mentioned the period thing to me. That really freaked me out and it's still freaking me out, to be honest. But I hadn't really like, I didn't know about all of your other symptoms until I saw them kind of laid out like that. And that's when I was like, wait a second. And also, I mean, the fact that you had COVID two months ago, you know, um, that I was like, again, not a doctor. Although I did successfully diagnose someone else's child with hand, foot, and mouth disease based on a photo on a Facebook group. But anyway, um, (laughs) we don't endorse doing this, but Dory has done it. No, but I have. Um, Yeah, I was just, you know, because it, it pinged for me because I recently saw a friend and she had COVID, I want to say in February. Mm. And we um we were going to a concert together and we were hanging out before the concert and she was like, I don't know if I've told you about this, but I have long COVID. And I was like, Oh my God, no. And so and she told me about what had been going on with her. And a lot of the things that she described were very similar to what Kate was describing. And I was like, hmm. Like this is this at least feels like something that you should look into as a possible cause. Yes, you know what I mean? Totally. So that was just sort of where that was coming from. Um But yeah, I mean, you know, we we talked about this a bit on our episode with Taylor Lawrence, but um I feel like people really don't understand long COVID. And like you said, it's kind of a snowflake where like, oh, yeah. the symptoms are. Well, in COVID itself also, I feel like manifests differently in different people. Totally. It's such a sneaky illness. Um, and, you know, I think there's probably going to be a lot of people who are going to be dealing with this, who are already dealing with this and who might not like realize what's wrong with them. Yeah. And I I think like one thing too that I guess I never thought about is that I, I, I have this feeling where I was like, oh my, these, this isn't that bad. You know, like, I don't want to say, because what you hear about long COVID is, it sounds, some people like cannot get out of bed, you know, some people are really, really sick with it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like, I'm functioning just fine. So I didn't, so, you know, it's that like, kind of like, well, just, you know, suck it up that mentality, which in a lot of ways I was raised with that kind of like, who cares if you're sick, you're going to school, right? kind of, you know, like, totally. Totally. so I, it's hard for me to ever be like, I don't feel good. And it might be something, um, but I'm now looking into, you know, there are long COVID kind of clinics. Luckily we live in a city with a lot of medical institutions. Um, but yeah, there's no, like there's no regimen. And so I've gone now yeah. deep into long COVID, like Facebook groups and articles, which also you all have to take that with a hundred million grains of salt, right? Because people are giving all totally. sorts of remedies. And this is when you start getting into the like, 
wellness rabbit hole, which is a very dark place. So I understand that an infrared sauna may be a placebo experience and it may be doing nothing. There are studies that have shown that it can have an impact on certain ailments and lots of people in posting about their long COVID recovery have been infrared saunaing. So I just basically used it as an excuse to go sit in an infrared sauna. I was like, oh, maybe I have this. Off I go. Bye, everybody. Which also, it's hilarious because it's like a million degrees here. Right. (laughs) Infrared sauna, just sit outside and put some red lights on yourself. Yeah. Like I could just sit outside in my yard and sweat, but it's a different kind of sweat. No, totally. Totally. I've never done it. So it's interesting to hear about it. Well, Um, I will say I like it. And afterwards, I actually felt... I felt really good. I felt relaxed. I almost felt like I'd had a massage. My parts of my body were feeling better. I read my current romance book in the sauna, which was really nice. Just 30 minutes of, you know, unbroken reading time so I can learn all about the orc romance that I'm reading. So that is, yeah, that's that's what I'm into. I mean, I guess I feel, I'll be honest, I feel kind of vulnerable talking about this because I still don't, I have a hard time like allowing myself to lean into not being well. Yeah. But if anyone has experienced long COVID in their own way and wants to chat about it, shoot us an uh, email or a a VM or a text because I feel v- it's very confusing. Like when you, and then you Google it and it's just like, there's just not a lot of information or all the information yeah. is like whack a doodle, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's all like it's all anecdotal. It's all people just trying things. It's all like, you know. Ugh. Oh, the other thing I'm the other thing I'm doing is I'm trying to uh eat in an anti-inflammatory way. Okay. Which is tricky for me because food is always tricky for me. So mm. that's that's something I'm also, you know, and, I, and I'm also speaking to my nutritionist about how to go about doing that in a way that is healthy. This is a lot, Kate. It's a lot. I mean, essentially long COVID, from what I understand, it's an autoimmune disorder, right? Yeah. So I've been talking to other friends who have other autoimmune diseases um, like fibromyalgia, Hashimoto's, you know, just to kind of understand what that means because I've never dealt with an autoimmune thing before. Have you? I mean, this is what, no, but this is what, um, you know, Megan O'Rourke, Megan O'Rourke's book is about this. I should go back and reread that book, actually. Yeah. And she also talks about, you know, kind of the frustration of having all of these symptoms that don't necessarily add up to a recognizable diagnosis, but feeling like off in her body. Totally. That's totally what it is. I I feel so I have felt so off. Yeah. It's felt like I don't know how to be in my body right now. If something feels wrong, it's really weird. Yeah. Anyway, that's what's up with me. Sorry to be such a downer. No, it's okay. I'm glad we're talking about this. Then there's a part of me too that like is like, is this all in my head? Am I making it up? Which is literally just my own internalized patriarchal beliefs. 
you know? Well, I mean, I think, I think that like, this is also something Megan writes about is like this feeling like you're being gaslighted by yourself. Yes. Uh, totally. I'm gaslighting so, myself. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, on a, on a different note, Dory, we have, we have some fun topics to talk about with listeners today. We do. I'm excited to get into it. Yeah. So maybe we take a break. We take a pause. Let's do it. And then we'll come back and we'll hear from some friends. All right. BRB. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like 
on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out, so I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right. 
So, you know, the the topic of gender reveal parties certainly did not uh, lead to as many listener <laughs> emails and voicemails and texts as our previous episode of our previous mini app about debt did. But we did hear from quite a few people um, about this. Yeah. Take it away. So, um, all right. Here is a first email. Writing in to share some additional thoughts on gender reveal parties, but totally understand if you want to leave this topic be. No, we do not. Um, first of all, I completely understand the perspective of the listener and you both when it comes to these parties. Before I got pregnant, I, I felt the Can exact- I interject? I'm sorry. Yes. The listener, the listener that we heard from is non-binary. And yes, yes, yes. And really does not feel comfortable with the entire concept of gender reveal parties and was asking how to approach that, knowing that they have friends who will, who will be or are pregnant and possibly yes. having these parties. Sorry. I just wanted to add that. No, no. Thank you for that reminder. Um, when I found out I was pregnant, we were so excited to tell our families, especially since for my parents and siblings, this was the first time. They would be grandparents slash uncles slash aunts. We thought of cute ways to tell them and couldn't wait to hit that 12-week mark where we decided we would be comfortable sharing the news. Then the morning sickness hit and hit hard. I became so sick in the first trimester and had to completely miss every dinner slash gathering, etc. for nearly two months. Because of this, we decided to tell our immediate families early. Instead of it being purely happy news, when we told them it was more along the lines of, I am so sick and need support. On top of this, one of my tests revealed I was a genetic carrier for a disease, and in addition to feeling so sick, I was so stressed waiting for the follow-up results. Because of this, we decided to do additional testing, and as a result, found out the sex of the baby around the 14-week mark. Even though I went into pregnancy thinking these were the weirdest parties ever, when we received the news, I kind of felt like, could this be a do-over to share the news with our family? We decided to get a cake revealing the sex and invited only immediately immediate family to quote find out and just be together to celebrate the pregnancy around this time my anti-nausea meds also started really working we kept the whole thing off social media only shared the news afterwards with friends and family who specifically said they wanted to know and gave our family an out in the casual invite in case they did not want to participate we also made it really clear why we had changed our minds that this felt like some news we could share with them in person and have a redo on the pregnancy reveal for us. The actual gender reveal was a pretty small and insignificant part of the small gathering. I'm not sharing this trying to defend myself from my choices or combat Dory's description of these parties as being disgusting, but more to say for anyone considering a gender reveal party to make sure you understand why this milestone is important to you and also be conscientious of your friends and family and what they might be struggling with, infertility, gender identity, etc., and give them out an out and to think carefully before you splash this news and any pregnancy news really all over social media. Basically, my advice here is to, quote, not be an asshole, but also just wanted to share this perspective since I get that learning the sex of the baby often comes after a period of immense physical and emotional stress in pregnancy, and it's hard not to be excited and want to share. Sorry, this is so long. Just wanted to share. Hope the listener's friends are respectful with this news. Mm. Really interesting food for thought here. What are your thoughts, Kate? You know, it's so... I had, I had actually had the genetic carrier thing come up in my testing, um, and we found out my my husband did not, so that was he had to come in and get tested for this one genetic disease. Uh, but I understand, and also my first pregnancy, especially, I, I spotted a ton, and there was a a period where like it was just kind of like 
is the child growing? Like it was just, it, there's just so much emotional stuff happening. And then the physical aspect of being pregnant is freaking exhausting, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I, I guess like the, this idea, I think it's, I think it can be so important to celebrate this if that is ne- is necessary for you. I just am, I still struggle with why genders is made a part of it at all. Okay. This is where I am too, Kate. This listener even writes, the actual gender reveal was a pretty small and insignificant part of the small gathering. Then why do it? I mean, why make that, why make that any part of the gathering? Honestly, I, I'm, I'm confident and I don't, gender reveal parties are all fueled by Instagram and social media. Like, I don't but think they didn't said they kept it off social media. I understand. And, but just the creation. Oh, you mean the influence. Yes, 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 yes. I see. The I see. inception. When I had a child yes. in 2010, I do not recall this being a thing. Right. And I believe it is only because our lives are now so performative and these gender reveal parties have been turned into these like spectacles mm-hmm. and there's an action that takes place and a reveal, you know, it's a story. Like yeah, there's a beginning, middle and end. And mm-hmm. people love to consume those. So I, I yeah. don't, I, I just think like th- this didn't exist. And sometimes things that didn't exist do exist now because of social media. And I'm like, great. And other times that happens and I'm like, there's still no need. And that's where I land on the idea of gender reveal parties. There's just, just, just tell everybody what the baby, baby's assigned gender is, you know, just tell them. And like, I, you know, I feel like if you want to have a party, to celebrate the pregnancy have a party to celebrate the pregnancy call it a second trimester party call it like call it whatever the fuck you want but like i just i just i guess i i'm i'm with you kate like i just don't see why the gender has to be any part of it at all so and you know the other thing that I guess I would say, like, is like, you know, you say this felt like some news we could share with them in person. Like, like, hey, like you just said, you can still share the news. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I just don't think it requires it to be a gender reveal party or there to be a cake or that to be the the centerpiece of. Or the the motivation for the party. I guess I would just like urge everyone to just kind of reconsider their thinking on this and like reconsider their impulse to make that choice. So, yeah. And even, you know, I, I, I was wrong. Gender reveal, the first quote, like documented gender reveal party was in 2008 and the blogger who documented it like now regrets it. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot about that. But yeah, right. Remember that they wrote Mm -hmm. a whole piece on it. Yes, totally. Totally. So, Mm. well, should we hear from another listener? Yes, short and sweet. (laughs) 
Um, this listener wrote, agree with everything you had to say. And just one more thing. Even if this is a thing, no one cares more about the gender of your baby than you. Literally no one. Save us all the annoyance of having to fake enthusiasm. <laughs> Salty. <laughs> oh, gosh, this really gave me a chuckle. I actually disagree with this listener. Yes, there are people who care more, and they're the people of older generations who kind of cling to this stuff a little bit more than mm-hmm. the younger generations do. Okay. Good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boomers, I'm looking at you. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think there is a lot of um, pressure to pinhole a baby's gender identity. Pinhole to pinpoint to pinpoint a baby's gender identity and to then create this baby's existence before it's born based on what that assigned gender is. And a lot of, I imagine there's also pressure to have these parties from other people in one's life. You know, maybe it's not important to you, but maybe it is important to one of your parents or your in-laws or who knows, you know? All right. All right. One last text before we take a break. Cat and Dora, I would like to tack on to your rant about gender reveal parties, which I totally agree with, by the way. But I hate the phrase 10 fingers and 10 toes. My daughter was born with a limb difference. She was born without her left hand. Not all babies are born with 10 fingers and 10 toes. And my daughter is beautiful just the way she is. We can celebrate babies no matter their gender or how many limbs they have. Definitely. This also reminds me of, um, you know, when Chris Pratt posted about having a healthy baby. Oh, oh God. We've never uttered his name on this podcast. I know. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) It's okay. I forgive you. And now he's, and now he's like come out like all like whining about how he was like attacked for that. And it's just like, he's, he is the worst. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, And his child with his first wife, Anna Ferris, um, you know, was born with some uh, disabilities, which is from my understanding. And I I have also kind of um, been learning more about saying things like, I just hope the baby's healthy. Interesting convo, Dor. Very interesting. I think so, too. All right. Well, shall we take a break and come back with a, a slight shift in gears, although one that is still kind of about family and expectation? Yeah, let's do that. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel 
I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. All right. Hello, Dory. Hello, Kate. Here's an email we received. I was listening to the most recent mini app where there's a discussion of name changing. And I have a question for something that has come up lately in my family. I also did not change my name. And when we had kids, it really bothered me to not have my name included. I grew those babies and I did all the shots for IVF. I want my identity represented. I lobbied hard for a double barreled last names. Both are last names, no hyphen. I think this is a really nice compromise and way to include both my husband and myself. But the downside is our kids have different last names from both of us and their last names are very long. And people pretty regularly still just remove my last name and use my husband's. This has happened several times recently with my toddler. Most recently yesterday when he received a birthday present addressed to him using only my husband's name. And it makes me so mad. Am I overreacting? Should I care less about what last name people use? How did you guys decide on your kid's last name. Hmm. I don't think you're overreacting. Yeah, I don't think so. People do this to me. I never, I didn't take my husband's last name and I still get letters addressed to Kate King, which is a very nice name. It's just not yeah, my I name. I was going to say, kind of nice name. Um, yeah. I definitely have gotten uh, things addressed to Mr. and Mrs. Matt Myra. And I'm like, nope, not my name. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think this is overreacting. Um, I don't think you need to care less about what last name people use. It's not the, it's not their correct name. Um, I, but (laughs) all that said, (laughs) I kind of decided not to hyphenate 
partly because of this. And I just like didn't want to have to make my kid deal with a hyphenated last name, but like that was just my decision. So, um, I don't know, Kate, what about you? Honestly, I didn't really care much about what last name my kids had. Mm. We just went with my husband's, I think, just because that is what society told me to do. It just was like, okay, I just, I don't care. You know, I, I don't I know. know. I, this I know. did not, this didn't feel like a, this did not, for whatever reason, wasn't a thing that I, that I was, you know, yeah. up about. But I do have so many different friends and my kids have different friends who have done really unique things with last names, combining last names, creating new last names, giving one kid one parent's last name and another kid a different parent's last name, giving in a heterosexual relationship the kids the wife's last name. I mean, I've, se- I've seen all of it and I think it is all fine. And I also think it is appropriate to correct people the same way if someone... And it's unfortunate that it falls on you the same way that when someone mispronounces a name, it falls on the name owner to change, to correct people, mm. you know? Um, but I think it's valid. You know, our names are a big part of our identity in a lot of ways. Or if it is a big part of your identity, I think you, you are right in your desire to have people get it right. Yeah. That's where I stand. All right. Well, you want to hear from this other listener, Dory? I, I would love this to. one to you. All righty. So the text, I took my husband's last name. My parents are divorced and my mom went back to her maiden name. So I really grappled with the legacy of the patriarchal system and feelings of disconnect with my last name. I preferred to choose to take my partner's name rather than stick to the name from my dad's side of the family. I also thought about it first by myself, then talked to my partner, and he was 100% supportive of either way I went on the decision. But there's a part of me that is happy he was happy I took his name, that we were choosing together. And I kept my maiden name as my middle name, and we were giving our first child, due in November, my maiden name as their middle name. Like you both said, every person should do whatever feels right to them, and that's different for every person. Lots of love to the listener and you both from Wisconsin. Okay. Point taken. Mm-hmm. And now for a oh counterpoint. <laughs> Here we go. Love a counterpoint. To the listener who asked about changing their last name, don't do it. All caps. If you're questioning it all, just don't. I didn't want to change my last name. I hyphenated because my partner wanted me to change my name. It never felt like my name. Then we divorced and I changed my name back as fast as possible. I will never change my name again. Don't change your name. I really appreciated this perspective. I mean, mean, yeah. You know, strong feelings. People have strong feelings. I really appreciate this. So, listen, thank you to everyone who wrote in about both of these topics. God, we, we appreciate you. you. Yeah. We we liked hearing all of these perspectives. And um, yeah. We'll talk, talk to you, to you all later. Later. Bye. <laughs>